Well, good evening, everyone. Here we are, Course of Love. Um, tonight, again, we're in the third treatise, the treatise on the personal self, chapter 17, A Mistake in Learning, and that's page 329. Um, it's a relatively short chapter, only eight paragraphs, so let's kind of read the you know, nice meaty side. We'll read through. And then, of course, we open the floor to dialogue. Um, we got Judy, Yvonne, and I'll jump in and read paragraph two. I can read. I have those two pages. <laughs> I can oh, read. Them. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, good. Okay. <laughs> they survived. They survived. No, what a coincidence, huh? Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, let's just, you know, close our eyes and you know, relax, put your feet on the floor, whatever, just relax and hear these words. And center ourselves from our mind into our heart and join in wholeheartedness while we read from A Course of Love and take these words into your heart. As we replace negative, unproductive thoughts with images of wellness, prosperity, order, and love. We participate in a healing of our total being. We visualize, believe in, and accept our good. So let's replace all that negative stuff and think of the love. No matter what the word, wellness, prosperity, order, and love. Love is the key. Feel that love within Oh, I'm feeling it. Breathe it in. <laughs> feel that love, that knowing, the truth. Oh, yeah, it feels good. Something in my head, my back, and my neck. Ah, oh, yep. So, here we go. Let's get started. <clears throat> Just a little recap from Chapter 16 on the personal self where we talked about willingness, temptation, and belief. Nothing but the truth is all-encompassing. Illusion is made of parts that do not form real connections, but that only seem to have the ability to build upon each other. Let one part go, and soon all the remaining parts will crumble into the dust from which they came. The cement that was used to hold together the house of illusion was only your fear. Accept one part or tenant of the truth and see the reverse take place. See how quickly the thought system of the truth builds upon itself and forms a real and true interrelated whole. What forms the house of truth is love eternal and it has always encompassed you, even unto encompassing the house of illusion that you made to obscure it from yourself. Judy, do you want to go into chapter 17? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, I really lost there. <sighs> A mistaken learning. Why would, you, why would you ever have chosen to obscure the truth? As we have already shown, to have chosen to express the self in physical form 
was a choice consistent with the laws of love. There was no need for the self to be separate in order for this to be so. But there was a need for the self to have an observable form and to exist in relationship with others with observable forms. This was simply so that expressions of love could be created and observed within the realm of physicality. Okay. Thank you, Judy. The biblical story of Adam and Eve that has them eating from the tree of knowledge was an illustration of the effects of this observation and the judgment that sprang from it. The true self fell from unity through this judgment of what it observed as being other than itself. Through this beginning of making distinctions between the true self and all of the things in creation that existed with the true self. This is why... Can I stop you here? You are, can yeah. I stop you here? Yeah. Those two selves, my book, yeah. it's a, is it a capital S in your book? Because in my it book is. it's a small... It yeah, is, I have right? a, mm-hmm. And you have the second edition, right? I have the second, yeah. Yeah, so i got to correct mine. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what, it, read that? that's what it seems like to me as we've been reading this, that the second edition is, is what's been changing this self into the true yeah. self. Yeah. yeah, all oh. right. Why don't you oh. read that sentence again, okay? Yeah. yeah. The true self makes sense, right? The true self fell from unity through this judgment of what it observed as being other than itself. Through this, beginning of make, through this beginning of making distinctions between the true self and all other things in creation that existed with the true self. This is why the story of creation includes the naming of creatures. It was the beginning of perception and of the idea that what was observable was other than he who did the observing. Now your science is proving to you the relationship between the observer and the observed, the effect that one cannot help but have upon the other. Science still has a long way to go in determining through its processes what this says about the nature of mankind, but it is closer every day to understanding the unity and the interconnectedness of all things. Lana, can you read? Yes, yes. Um, this is 17.3. As soon as spirit took on form, man began to exist in time because there became a need for a beginning and an ending to the chosen experience. Thus, each self of form is born into time, and each self of form dies out of time. Both birth and death, death have always existed as choices, as beginnings and endings to the finite experience of time. It is the nature of what is finite to begin and end. 
birth and death are all you have seen as true new beginnings. Thank you. you I want to say somebody came in. I'd like to ask who joined us. You'd like to announce? Hello. Hi. Hi. This is Ida. Ida. Ida from. Hi, Ida. Ida. Hi, I'm so glad you're here. Miracles, yes. Uh, hi, folks. Hi, Paula. Hi. Nice to hear you. Wow, it's been nice a long time. Nice to hear you, Ida. It's Lana. It's Lana. So yeah. glad you're here. Thank you. So, you. so do you have the book, The Course of Love? Are you into it, reading it? No, I, I don't have the book, but I'm interested in listening. Thank you. Oh, okay. good. So we'll read to you. And, and Ida, let me explain. You know, this particular group, you know, we read, but it's more, and I'm not going to say more, it's, we're here to share. And if you read The Course of Love, he says at some point it's all about dialogue. And dialogue means sharing. So even though we might read these paragraphs, something might be invoked that, you know, you feel you want to, discuss, which is fine, and share your feelings, but if you feel something that rises within because of the words or because of something said, we're here to listen. And we we do try to find joy. We like to laugh. We don't take each other that serious. <laughs> so, welcome, <laughs> to the, welcome to the ride. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank God for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Amen. Did you want me to read another paragraph, Paula, or did you want me to stop there? Well, if you want, yeah, read another paragraph. Okay, all righty. As has been said before, time is a measurement of the time, in quotes, it takes for learning to occur. A new experience was chosen, the experience of existing within the realm of physicality. As such, it was as much a new beginning as the new beginning you are now called to. It required the learning of a new thought system, the thought system of the physical, uh, a thought system that was not needed before there was physical form. The creation story of Adam and Eve, as well as many other creation stories, but tell of a mistake in the learning of a thought system of physicality, a mistake that became a building block for all that came after it. Judy, do you want to read? Sure. That mistake was seeing God as other than and separate from the self. While it was important to the desired experience to learn the lessons of what was observable within the physical realm, to have begun to forget the unobservable began a process of unlearning or forgetting of the truth that has led through the learning of untruth in the mechanism of time to the world in which you now exist. 
It may seem ridiculous to say that the untrue can be learned, but this is exactly what has been learned during the time of your experience in physical form. Since your true self could not learn the untrue, a new self, which we have called the ego self, was made. Since the ego self could not learn the true, your true self had to be appealed to for this learning to take place. Wow, that's great. Thanks, Judy. The Holy Spirit was called upon to return this remembrance to minds and hearts. But again, let me remind you that the Holy Spirit is not other than who you are, but an aspect of who you are and who God is. Let me, let me remind you also that names such as Holy Spirit are but word symbols that represent what is. So think now of whatever stories you know of the Holy Spirit, stories that symbolize what is. In these stories, the Holy Spirit is always called upon to return the true self to the self. In these stories, the Holy Spirit is always called upon to return the true self to the self of illusion. A Holy Spirit is called to return to your mind and heart. Okay. It was a little thrown off there, but it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Ron, read that, read that, and then Lana will finish it up with eight, okay? Read the next you one. Want me to read? Okay. Eight. You were told in a treatise on the art of thought that the time of the Holy Spirit has ended and the time of the second coming of Christ is here. The name of Christ was associated with my name, the name Jesus, because I lived as a man with a Holy Spirit in my mind and heart and as such represented the truth. Many others by many other names have represented the truth and in so doing dispelled illusion within themselves and those who follow their teaching and example. This has occurred within the time of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit, unlike God the Creator, has known the existence of the illusion and the thought system of the ego self and been able to communicate within that illusion. Without this means of communication with the ego self, the ability to learn the truth could not have been could not have returned to you. The in quotes time of the Holy Spirit has now ended because the time of illusion is now called to an end. What is finite has an endpoint, and this is the endpoint. This is the endpoint for the time of illusion. Thank goodness. The return of Christ or your ability and willingness to live as your true self, to to live in the house of truth rather than the house of illusion, is what will end the time of illusion. Just as the truth is the truth and illusion is illusion, 
just as these things are what they are without judgment, so is the beginning, the beginning, and the end, the end. The beginning we speak of here is the same as the end we speak of here. The time of the Holy Spirit or the time in which communication was needed between the illusion and the truth must end in order for the truth to become the one reality. So in my eyes, and while I'm here, we're getting rid of the middleman. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, basically what he says is the return of our ability and willingness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. return of our ability and willingness to live as who we truly are is what's going to end the time of illusion. That's, that's the... That's the, the, the ending and the beginning all at once. The ending of the time of illusion and the beginning of the time of, of truth. It's just, it all comes down to my own ability and willingness. That's it. At least that's yeah, what I got. Even in A Course in Miracles, Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as being nothing more than our own right-mindedness. So Mm -hmm. it has always been uh, who we are. Uh, But I think just like it explains here, there had to be a distinction in order for us to learn about the truth. You know, so in order to, I guess, to look outside of the ego and identity and use Holy Spirit, like you said, Paula, as like the middleman, or somebody said the middleman, we don't need that anymore because we have that, we've always had that direct connection with God. We were just Mm -hmm. learning how to use it. (laughs) You know, I look at it this way too, you know, and I don't, you know, I know my background through Catholicism and even through Protestant and, you know, other organized religions, you know, God was always up there and we were down here. So we, you know, like in here we're told we are one with God now. So they, that middle man or that middle, like I'll talk to God through the Holy Spirit, you know, it's like God's too busy to hear me as my little self. You know, it's that fundamental thought that, you know, represented in the early parts of, like, you know, Catholicism, I know what I heard, you know. It's mm-hmm. like God's up there and I'm down here, and if I'm going to be a good kid, girl, I'll, you know, I'll go to heaven. <laughs> if I'm a bad girl, I'll stay in hell. <laughs> well, if you don't get there, none of us are going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I remember, too, you know, um, after Jesus resurrected and he told the apostles, that the Holy Spirit would descend upon them. Because I don't think, I, well, I know humanity wasn't ready to hear that um, just like Jesus says, I and the Father are one. Humanity wasn't ready to hear that for themselves. You know, they needed that intermediary to bridge that distance, you know, so. 
No, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's true. You know, and, you know, coming and out that's of still the going open, on today, too? Yeah. Sorry, sorry yeah. honey, go ahead. Yes. No, yes. this is true. It does, you know, but, like, if you go back, you know, the Old Testament, you know, we were less than, and God was up here, and so now when the organized, you know, Jewish faith took their belief, and then the Christians and whatever going forth, and that's what's been carried on up until today. Yeah, the God's up there, and we're down here, and you need a middleman. Well, I think that that's well, just know, all religion, know. and I never bought into that. I've got to be really honest with you. I never bought into that. To me, I always believed God was in me. I can remember back, even when I was a kid, I always felt yeah. that. I couldn't always articulate mm-hmm. it, that's for sure. But I always felt that within me, there was God. I, it was just a feeling. I couldn't prove it. I couldn't even define it. It was just something that I just felt, and it's just something that I knew inside of me. And I never bought into any religions. I've got to be real honest about that. Even though I was raised in one, it wasn't really dogmatic at all. It was very free and easy and loosey-goosey. So I was just basically allowed to believe or to know what was necessary for me, um, you know, without anything else impinging on it, so to speak. So, again, I still think it's, I think it's all individuality, you know. I yeah. mean, I know that the religious institutions love to control their flock, okay, for whatever reason, and I don't care. I mean, that, that's just the way it is, and that's fine. I have no quarrel with that. However, I firmly believe that as an individual, it's up to me to use my own common sense. It's up to me to make those choices as to what feels right within me. And I've always felt that I never needed, you know, to go through anything or anyone to reach God because I always felt it right there within me. And I do believe that Jesus says all through Course in Miracles and Course of Love, it's direct knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's direct. Yeah. So, anyway. <sighs> yes, I agree. Do you, Paul, do you remember having to memorize those catechism questions um, in elementary school? I remember the one uh, which said, or to ask, where is God? And the answer was, God is everywhere. And even at that young age, I instinctively knew that if God was everywhere, he was in me too. How I came to that realization, I don't know. But, I all, but you know, like you, I always felt like God was in me. And even the Trinity, um, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they even in Catholicism, they said that was one. The only distinction was they claimed the Son of God was Jesus. They, they, it wasn't inclusive of all of us being part of that Trinity. <laughs> we were kind yeah, of left and we are. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's just the thing with spiritual, spirituality is inclusive. It's not exclusive of anything. True spirituality is all-inclusive. It is. They say there's about 7 billion paths to God. And it was just like you were saying, you know. Exactly. Individual. All paths lead to God. Absolutely. um, You know, and he finds God has made a way to find him 
for every human being on this planet. And mm-hmm. we just have to pick one and stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say it was so refreshing reading The Course of Love and what we were just talking about, individuality. You know, that mm-hmm. we are individuated, but mm-hmm. we are one. And he, he says that in so many parts of this book. You know, like, so it's mm-hmm. Individuality, but it's still you are one in God. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, yeah. So it, I, yeah, I, I love that about this course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, he 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 did it so skillfully. You know, maybe like not maybe the course of miracles came to us through our intellect somehow a little more than the the heart, and then he just took this book. He came with this, how many, 40 years later, 50 years later, and said, now we're going to go through your heart and we're going to blend in the heart and the mind together. So it's, yeah, but, that's, yeah. I, I fell in love and he with knows, this work. Oh, God, yeah, me too. Well, he knows that experience mm-hmm. is through feeling. And you can't feel with your intellect. <laughs> no. Don't try it sometimes. <laughs> Try it sometimes. I was just writing today about that. Um, I was, uh, I, you know, I was hearing Jesus says, you know, your intellect will just get you far enough to recognize that you have to let it go. It'll get you yeah. to that point where you realize mm-hmm. to go any farther, you have to go within the heart. Absolutely. Um, the heart of yeah. God. Yeah. And once I go into my heart center... And once I'm firmly there and once I'm truly feeling and experiencing God's love within me, then I can use my intellect to express. I can use the words. And, you know, of course, all of this are symbols, symbols, symbols. The truth is just really the experience that each of us has as individuals within ourselves that, that we know for certain that we are there. We're there. We're there. We're connected. We're connected with that God within each of us. And we can feel and experience that love to whatever depth or degree we're each capable of. And I think it's always, I think I can always go deeper and further. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's, that's it. I'm done, done, done with that. <laughs> yes, that's so true. You know, way back when, um, when I first came to Boston, when I lived with Teddy and Vicki, Teddy had what he used to call downloads. And he was given this download where, Jesus was telling him that every soul has a unique imprint of God, Mm -hmm. identifying it as the Mm -hmm. soul, as his creation. Mm -hmm. And so God is expressed uniquely through every one of us. Every one of us gets to demonstrate God in our own unique way um, as orchestrated by God. So it's all so wonderful. It all comes together like puzzle pieces, doesn't it? It it truly does. It It does. It really, really does. Yeah. Doesn't namaste mean I see the God in you, isn't it? Yes. Namaste, I I acknowledge or I see the God in you, yes. The God in me sees the God in you. That is, and yeah, like yeah, that. that's yeah. perfect. Yeah, the God in me recognizes the God of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and isn't know, that what we're all 
all guided to do the seed of Christ in our brother? Yes. In ourselves oh. and our brothers. Don't forget ourselves. Right. We oh, can't no, I won't. Won't. I won't. give away. I yeah. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. I, if I don't have it in me, thing. I can't give anything. Yeah. Thank I got to recognize Judy. it I'm in me you. first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Christ yeah. in me recognizes the Christ in you. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's also oh, incredibly, no. wonderfully lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak, Paula. <laughs> I know. I, a thought came into my head. Like I told you, I'm a little brain dead tonight. <laughs> a little. Did anybody see that uh, or see the play or the movie Young Frankenstein? <laughs> No, no, I never did. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you know the story of the Frankenstein monster, right? <laughs> uh, vague, vaguely. I was never totally interested in the horror stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, then you want to... There was a line in there. You know, Mel Brooks did the, the, the movie, and Mel Brooks has a great sense of humor. Yeah, he some sends, of stuff. Yeah, he sends out his... Uh, his uh, lab assistant who's a little off the wall to to go into a, a hospital and get like body parts so he can build his monster and he says, bring me a brain he says bring me a brain <laughs> funny. i'd like to get one of those a new one <laughs> why there's nothing wrong with the one you've got seriously please Okay, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so he brings back his brain, and he builds the monster, the Frankenstein monster, and he puts the brain in it. So when the monster wakes up, he's like, like you know, crazy. And so she, he said, where'd you get this brain? He said, no, it was on the shelf. It said, Abby Normal. <laughs> <laughs> Watch that movie. Oh, it is hysterical. Okay. Happy <laughs> normal. I, I tell it to my friend who knows that, and I said, you know, I got my Abby normal brain today. <laughs> <laughs> and a little laughter helps the soul. I used to win that song. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Have we put you to sleep, Ida? Here, I hope. Uh, I actually did sleep for a little while, but I'm awake now. <laughs> Our laughter will keep you awake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sister, you're on a different time zone, but it's earlier where you are, right? Aren't you over the West? Ida. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm in Tucson, Arizona, so I'm on the mountain time zone right now. Right. Oh, so I'm two, nice. two hours earlier than you on the East Coast. Yeah, we're yeah. late. I, I'm falling. I'm falling asleep. 
Judy's on, in, where are you, Judy, in British Columbia? Or West Coast, yeah, I'm on, the, I'm on the West Coast, yeah. So Lana and You're I on the West the Coast of Canada? Is that yes. where you are? I wow. So what time do you have, Judy? What's your time now? It's, it's about uh, 5.30, 5.40, sorry, but 5.30 yeah. actually, to be precise, yeah. You're on the same time yeah. zone as Ida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're in the show. Surely. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I was falling asleep a couple hours ago, but that's okay. <laughs> oh. Yes. So, if I may share something with you, I'm, I'm feeling fine about everything right now, but last week I had a call from my son who, I ha- who hasn't gotten in touch with me or spoken to me or acknowledged that I'm even alive in the past five or six years. Anyway, he called for a particular reason, had something to do with his house and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter. But in any event, um, it kicked up an awful lot for me. And I had a very, very sleepless night. It was Thursday night he called, Thursday evening he called. And uh, we spoke for about an hour and everything was lovely. And I just refused to get drawn in to what he wanted to make an issue out of. And... Uh, he even said to me, I don't really want to get into it because I think this is the reason we stopped talking. And of course, I was a little surprised because I had no idea why we had stopped talking. But in any event, that was his take on it. And um, anyway, my relationship with my son has been not an easy one over the years. And there's a lot of reasons for that, none of which I really care to get into. Um, I will say that my parents were largely instrumental in making sure that he thought of me more of a sister rather than a mother. And that is the basis of the difficulty because I've never relinquished being his mother, but in his eyes, because of what my parents did, and again, I don't want to get into that, um, but they were a little sneaky about it. They, they oh, it doesn't even matter anyway. So anyway, the whole, the whole situation with my son and I has been rather strained and difficult over the years. And um, after the conversation, you know, it was a couple, three things that he mentioned, It was kind of like, oh, my God, here we go again. And I thought, I don't have the energy for this, and I don't have the inclination, and I don't have the desire. He's doing very well. um, The reason he called was because he just paid off the mortgage on his house, and my husband was on title, and he wanted off title, and then we had this whole new thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He phoned on a pretext, okay, and that was it. But then when I got off the phone, I had a very sleepless night wondering if this was going to be the start of yet another round of this kind of nonsense. And then, I, and then, of course, after a sleepless night, next day, Friday, I got up and I just made a decision. I said, no, this is not going to disturb my peace of mind. It's just not. And I just made a decision. Okay, Judy, what you need to do is you need to make that connection, that internal, experiential, subjective feeling, that connection that you have with the God within you that always brings you back to peace. <clears throat> And that's exactly what I did. I've had twinges over the rest of the week, but nothing serious. It's not knocked me off my zone of peace again. I just, I don't even know why I wanted to share that, except that it was an experience that happened. That was the result of it. And now I'm kind of back, but still in the back of my heart and soul, there's this, 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 I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of like a hurt, a hurt, a hurting feeling. And I talked to my daughter about it, and of course she understands perfectly. All she said to me was, I've met your mother. 
<laughs> which is her very humorous way of saying she knows what uh, grandma's all about, okay, and grandpa, anyway. And um, anyway, it's still, I guess it's still something that's just rocking me, and I'm not sure what I need to do about it, how to let it go, if I need to let it, I mean, I know I need to let it go. I've made peace with my parents, okay? I've made peace. I, I have forgiven myself for thinking that they needed to be any different than the way they were, okay? I have. It's just with my son, I haven't made that kind of peace yet. It's kind of like, why am I denying him the right to be who he is? I have no right to do that. You know, he is who he is. And even though I don't like it, I don't think it's particularly fair and so on and so forth. It's just the way it is. And I don't know why I'm having such a great deal of angst over this particular thing. But anyway, there it is. So if anybody has anything, um, I'm willing to listen. And that's it. Well, you know, I think you really said what you needed to do. You said you had connected with God and gave it to God. And sometimes we think there's more that we need to do. And um, what I'm always reminding myself about is that um, forgiveness is done for me, not by me. We just, I mean, how many times does Jesus have to remind me that I just need to be the bring the willingness and um, Holy Spirit or Christ or whatever you want to call it kind of picks picks up the ball from there and undoes and heals whatever needs to be healed. I just don't, I just can't interfere with that. You know, I just need to go meditate or watch a movie or occupy my mind with something else so I don't feed those thoughts with my focus and attention and strengthen them. You know, I just mm-hmm. have to yeah. rest in God and let God do his thing for me. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the yeah. hardest things, I think, as ego identities, uh, because mm-hmm. the ego is such a control freak, and it always wants to get in there and fix things or change things or even heal right. things. It won't That's let exactly God right. do it. Yeah. So I yeah. think you've done all yeah. you need to do, and you can just rest in that now and let God, you know, just do its thing and heal you. And it looks like you're right, Lana. Let go of most of it. You know, it just seems like you're talking yeah. about twinges, twinges. Yeah. Of and that, yeah, and, and I think you're right. That twinge is my ego getting in there. I just want my son to understand where he gets these ridiculous ideas from where he gets this notion that I'm his sister, for God's sakes. I gave birth to that kid, for God's sake, for 21 fucking hours. Mm. Anyway, you know, and anyway, I just, I guess there's still a part of me that wants him to understand. That wants him to know, but he won't listen. He just won't listen. He can't listen. Okay, and and I I guess that's where my frustration comes in, and that's the part I'm having a hard time letting go of. Yeah, yes, so, okay. it's accepting oh, what is. You know, it's yeah. it's like in A Course of Love, Jesus says we don't have to mm-hmm. like it. We just have to yeah. stop doing battle with it, you know, and let it be. 
Sing that Beatles song, Let It Be. I sing that Let all the time. Let It Be, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I There will come an answer, Let It Be. Mother <laughs> <Let it> <laughs> <Other> Mary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, right. and, and okay. let me weigh in on this, you know, because it's all relationships, you know, and mm-hmm. there is, you know, yours, you know, even though you're the mother, he's the son, you're two souls in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Think of it that way. And you don't know what is behind what's, you know, I'm so crazy tonight, why your souls are together. You know, we were talking about that earlier, Judy. You know, there's that contractual coming into the solution. You know, there are no Mm -hmm. coincidences. Every soul we're with is supposed to be. We are where we are at this moment with those souls for a reason. And and I'll use that with my sister. You know, like you heard me say, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know why this you know, the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And when I, and like I was telling this afternoon, I was at my wit's end. I was so tired about that. And I said, you know, I have to back away, step back. And I did this for the last couple of days. Take my hands off the wheel. Leave it up. Whatever's going to be is going to be. I felt like this. Give it up to God. Give it up to whomever. But I, I, just, I cannot allow this to go on. And a peace came over me, mm-hmm. and the head stopped, stopped hurting, the heart, the, you know, anxiety was quailed, and I just accepted, you know, I can't change her, and I'm not even going to try. It is what it is. I'm going to accept it. There may be come a time in this journey that I'll know why I was, this was going on. I don't know. But I know when you're caught up in it and you get those heavy twinges or when you're really caught up and that mind starts going and you want those answers, I'm realizing it's not going to come. It's accepted and fine. Go back to that piece and know that, and I I hate to sound like a cliche, but whatever's unfolding is unfolding for the higher good of both of you and your son, myself Mm -hmm. and my sister. And I have no clue. Thank you. I got it. Yes, that was wonderful, yeah. Paula. You know, and it yeah. reminded me just really quickly uh, that night when I was asking Jesus, what am I going to do about my daughter? Because at the time, she was in the throes of heroin addiction, living on the street in the wintertime. And, and he said firmly to me, he said, the only thing you can do for your daughter is love her. But that is yeah. the most powerful thing you can do for her. And, um, and that was the hardest thing I ever had to do, was to be willing to give my daughter to God. Um, yeah. But I had no other choice. You know, desperation breaks out. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. willingness you didn't think <laughs> oh, was there. You know, oh, we all Lana, get to God no. one way or another through Gratitude or desperation, <laughs> one way or another. I understand. Yeah. My, my son was living in a crack house when he was uh, 17. I went through the same thing when he was, when he was a teenager. Yeah. So I understand that completely. I mean, my relationship with him, his life, you know, his choices, they have, nothing has been easy. Nothing has been easy. It's been like yeah. that his whole life. In fact, I didn't see my son for 24 hours after he was born. My mother took him away. 
My mother took mm. him for 24 hours. Yes, took him for 24 wow. hours. I didn't see my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my dad wanted them to have custody of him. And I said, no, mm. I'm not giving up my child. Oh, and my dad Lord. conned me. He, he conned me. They conned me into giving them custody, telling me it was for some legal reasons. And then a year later, when I was there, I wanted him, you know, there was something that I wanted for my son, and both my son and my mother and father, both, all three of them yelled out, we've got custody. It was like, you can't do anything. Oh, and my daughter read my mother's diary after my mom died, and Tara made me look at it. She said, look, she said, do you believe this? And my mother was writing, I don't know why Jonathan doesn't, you know, doesn't just give up on his mother. I don't know why he doesn't just forget about her altogether. And I mean, she spent her life doing that, trying to make him forget all about me. Wow. I mean, I have got a lot going on with my relationship with my kid. I mean, it is complicated. And I'm just trying to sort it out. I mean, I know where I stand, okay? It's been hard. It's been very difficult. They have undermined me every single step of the way in my parenting. Completely, 100% undermined everything I ever tried to do. Mm-hmm. Which is why I never let my daughter get too close to them because that's what I did with my son. I certainly wasn't going to have a repeat of that with my, with my daughter. So I kept her away from them. But in any yeah. event, I mean, I, you know, this, this, is, this is a life theme. I'm sure of it, okay? And Paul, mm-hmm. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about here because we, you know, Russia. But in mm-hmm. any event... I know this is, I want completion. I do. I want completion with it. So I think that this happened for a very good reason. It's back in my face. And Lana, mm-hmm. what you said, Paula, what you said, absolutely right on. And I know that's the solution. Just to let it be, give it to God and love. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Love works miracles. Things that I oh, never thought totally. were conceivable, much less possible. You know, I know, I know, I know, I know, you know, know. no way to explain it. I know. I agree. I've had those experiences myself. I've just never been able to apply it to this particular situation because I was absolutely gaslit from the day that kid was born by my parents. Totally. You know, and it's like, okay, fine. They are who they are. I should have expected it. I mean, totally should have expected it. Even my brother's girlfriend at the time said, well, I was pregnant. That baby's going to be a playground. I mean, she knew my parents, you know, and she knew what they were all about. So she knew what was going to happen. And damn if she wasn't right. But in any event, that's not even the problem. The problem is, is that I have to give it to God. No, that's the solution. I have to give it to God and let go. Just let it all go. Let it all go. Whatever he thinks, however he feels, that's his I'm just going to let go and continue what I've been doing for the last five or six years, just loving him from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Judy and Yvonne, I think surrender. Yeah. Surrender. You can say let it go, but I think when you use the word yeah. surrender and you mean it, you know, surrender. Mm. You're right. Really yeah. You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Letting it go sounds like it's something I have to do. But surrendering mm-hmm. is like falling into the arms of God and just saying, I give up. You right. Know, and I, I do. Oh my Not God. in hopeless, <laughs> but giving up to God. Can I throw in another word? Trust. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a good uh. one. <laughs> Trust would end <laughs> all problems now, is what Jesus says. Yeah. Trust. 
Yeah, everything, you know, you're right. And thank you for all these reminders. It's not like I don't know, and I needed these reminders tonight, and thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Every other situation I'm fine with, but this one, Mm -hmm. I... Because it's very close. It's, you know, your child and in this lifetime, whatever is meant to be, but just trust that what is unfolding is unfolding for the higher good of both of you. And you don't know what's going on. His his soul. Well, you know, all I know is what my daughter said to me. She said to me, you know something, Mom? Should not only were you completely dismissed by your parents, not only did they stand in your way and do everything contrary to what, what good parents really ought to do, they didn't support you for one second in anything. Yeah. I mean, she knew that, you know, it's like when she said, you know, when I started explaining to her or sharing with her what was going on, she said, you don't have to say, Mom, I've met your mother. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, and that's true. And I mean, yeah. even the best friends, while I was growing up, her best friends would tell me everything, you know, just don't worry about it. That's just the way surely is, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, but I, it's, just, it's been an issue. And every time my son comes up with these things, like he's owed something or he's expects something from me. You know, he expects me to feel guilty for every little thing that I've ever done in my life instead of, instead of like my daughter says, get over your guilt, Mom, and then we can have a good relationship. You know, he's just the opposite. Keep your guilt so that I can feel, I don't know, whatever. I just don't know. I just don't know. But again, I'm sick of talking about that. I don't even want to talk about that. I really didn't want to talk about that. All I want to focus on now is what you wonderful ladies have shared. Surrender, let go, trust God. Yes, distrust. Whatever's there, it's the, and you know, there's that other word I use quite a bit. It's that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, opportunity to connect within, you know, and we learn that, you know, he might, you know, the relationship, there is a relationship between the two souls. Forget mother and son. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, you're right. You know, and whatever will be worked out, whether in this lifetime or another lifetime, it'll work out. Oh, no, it's got to work out this lifetime. I can't bear another one. You don't yeah, know. it is coming up for you now, so you can yes. have an opportunity to look at it. And to do otherwise, yeah. you know, you put it under the rug and it's going to come up again. It's constantly going oh, to come you're so right. up, right, surface until oh, you that's kind so of... True. So that's really true, true Yvonne. You're absolutely right. It's here. I wasn't even going to bring it up tonight, but all of a sudden it was there. And I was thinking in the back of my mind, don't, Judy, don't, don't, don't. And I realized that was my ego censoring me. And I don't like to be censored. So I guess it <laughs> needed to come up and out so I could hear all these wonderful things that are so right on and so beautiful. And so I could say once again to my beautiful ladies, my wonderful, gorgeous soul sisters, thank you. I love you. Yeah, we love you too. And you can share whatever you want. We don't care. I know it's I know. <laughs> God, some yeah, of my crazy stuff. That, I mean, I don't even want to begin to go there. Oh, my Lord. I think sometimes I, I couldn't even sell my script to Hollywood. They would say it's you too far. Both. Yeah. And that's, you know, that, that's yeah. just one of the things he holds against me. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the things he holds against you that thinks has ruined his life, you know, is my behavior. Well, you know, it's my life. I can behave all I want. 
Okay, Lana, we're on our way to Hollywood. We're going to sell them. No, I don't think we. I don't think they right? do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Life is an adventure. It's a thrill a minute. It oh, totally boy. is, and I've lived them. I've lived a lot of adventures, and I'm not sorry for one of them. <laughs> anyway, I know. It was I all know. the plan. It was all meant to be, just the way it was, and just the way it is. <laughs> yep. We write the script. Hmm. Ain't that the truth? Wow. What was I thinking? That's what I said. <laughs> we star in it, we write the script, we produce it. We, we write it, everything. we direct it, we produce it, we cast all the characters. And trust me, my characters played their part perfectly, every single one of them. Yes. And, you know, even my daughter will remind me. She'll say, Mom, we have to remember we're in the seats watching the movie. We're not the movie. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. You and know, how many times have I read that in my own production? We just forget. <laughs> Thank God for forgiveness. I'm telling you, because my memory yeah. sucks, even in my body. But my brain memory sucks, much less remembering the truth. <laughs> my ego and for me, is I should thank God for that. <laughs> I oh, thank God no. all the time for that choose once again option. We'd all be screwed oh, with that. Oh, would we ever. But we're not. We're not. We're here and we're able to laugh at it all. And I think that's amazing. I do. I think yes. it's absolutely amazing. Yes, you know? laugh at it. It's yes. so healing to laugh. Laughter I know. is so healing. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we do a lot here is we laugh. I mean, I can we laugh do. at the situation. We I do. really can I know. And I can laugh at the situation. I had this aunt that lived in San Diego, and her life was a thrill a minute, too. And she would call <laughs> me, and I lived in Maryland, and she had this way of always laughing off her troubles. And I just oh, adored her. And she called me one night, uh, it was after dinner, and she says, Well, guess who was on the evening news tonight? And I go, I don't know who was on the. And she said, Craig was. That's her son. He was being arrested and put in a police car. <laughs> but the way she said it, and guess who was on the yes. evening news tonight? <laughs> yep. Yeah, a TV star in the family. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's all I can say again is thank you, thank you, thank you. You are all just gorgeous. Yeah. And I love you, love you, love you. So we come together. There's no coincidence here, ladies. No. no I know. Yeah, I know. You know, <sighs> we might never meet in person, but the souls know each other. Almost oh, my God, other. yes. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Sure we don't did. need the... Yeah, we don't need the observation necessarily. We know. We just know. Well, ladies, I think we're going to have to uh, get off. I've got cats here that need to be fed. My husband's not here, so Aww. I'm the one who, who yeah, has I'm, to do I'm, I'm going to make it an early night, too. I had My head is throbbing. From the, oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, great, then. Well, I'm yeah. going to hold... 
I'm going to hold everybody in my loving heart because for one, uh, this one night, I'm all at peace. Knock on wood. <laughs> so I'm going to just okay, we're not send that peace out to all you guys and oh, uh, heal our minds, our bodies, our heads, our feet, yeah. everything. I love you guys too. Uh, love you. I love you. I love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> you still okay. there? Are you still there, Ida? Okay. Ida, are you so, still there? Okay. I just wanted to say hi to her. She used to do that a lot on the calls, yeah. Uh, All right. Good night, ladies. Okay. You know what? Okay. What? Good night, everybody. Paula? Hi. Good, yes, night, Lana. Good night, Good night, everybody. Paul. I love you. Night, Yvonne. Night, Lana. Uh, good, night. good night, everybody. Night, I'm going to... I'm going to check out, too. Have a peaceful okay. night. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you. Okay, Bye-bye. 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 And pa- Paula, are you still there? Yeah. Paula? Still here. Oh, yes, I just wanted I'm to here. say it. I just wanted to say thank you, sweetheart. I love you so much. Oh, Judy, thank you. Thank, you know, I look forward to this call. really do. But right now, <sighs> it is lobbying. Oh, sweetheart. But then... Yeah. Go take a Xanax and go to sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Good yeah, night. do that, honey. Mm-hmm. Good night, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Oh, come on. <laughs>